Welcome to this episode of Laughing Without Liquor, a woman's guide to living it up without the booze. Join your long-term recovery hosts, Lane Kennedy and Tamar Medford, as they have insightful conversations with others on an alcohol-free journey. We're glad you're here. Now let's dive into this episode. Wow. <laughs> Are you wowing over our merch by any chance? Wow. Okay. I love our new merch. It Me feels too. so good. So cozy. Soft. I think, <laughs> I think we should get a whole bunch and wear them every time we record. Oh, that's a good idea. Right? Yeah. Like we were going to do that with my super dry, which by the way, I'm Yep. Staying true. Today. Super dry. Staying true to my super dry roots. Super dry. I'm hanging out with my super dry friend, Tamar Medford. And I'm hanging out with my ditty singing Lane Kennedy. <laughs> and you're hanging out it. with us. This is the Laughing Without Liquor podcast. Yeah. Hi, friend. Oh, I'm so glad you're listening. And uh, thanks for being with us. Tamar, we have a, a jam-packed show. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Right. And I'm, I'm so happy you're here. I just, I like, it, it just blows me away how many different parts of the planet mm-hmm. you're all tuning in for from. I think that's so cool. It's so cool. So thank you again. Yeah. And I want to make sure that you listen to last week's episode about the emotional hijack, because that was such the bomb mm-hmm. episode with Deborah Dupree. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to that, please go back and listen to it. Um, Deborah dropped some real good information in that show. I thought at least I'm yeah. always learning. I'm open to learning tomorrow all the time. We've had so many cool guests on the show lately. I'm really glad that we've started ramping up yeah. the guests because Eric, Eric oh. was awesome. Yeah. Adam. Oh. And next week, Megan. <laughs> okay. You guys be ready for Megan next week. Yeah. Chief Louise. Okay. What are we talking about today? I'm sorry. That's a tangent. I don't know. That's okay. Uh, navigating the social scene. So how to have fun and socialize without alcohol. And we've actually had a few listeners now yep. write into us. And that's one of the biggest things that they they struggle with in, in the beginning, because it's having to change the way you do things and the way you live. And for somebody who's living in recovery long-term, mm-hmm. it can still be a struggle. Yep. I mean, let's face it. The world is made and created for us to get drunk and to check out. Right. I I was somewhere the other day and somebody was carrying this huge, like suitcase of cider or beer, you know, like just, and I thought, oh my God, how many do you need? Like how many, (laughs) like, yeah. So it's not easy at any time to navigate any social scene. Uh, but we're here to help you do that. Oh, there it was again, but I didn't say it for the intro. I know, but I, I keep doing it, Lane. (laughs) Keep doing it. I think it adds to the show. So how do we have fun and navigate, uh, social scenarios without drinking tomorrow? Well, first I feel like we need to get out of our head this false belief that it's impossible to have fun without alcohol. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, first of all, we're going to remember the whole evening. Yeah. So if you're going out and you're doing something that maybe you've looked forward to for a few months, mm-hmm. you're going out with your friends, you're going to catch a concert. 
I can't tell you how many concerts I have actually missed half of the concert <laughs> and all my friends the next day that remembered were like, ah, oh, that was so amazing. You remember when they came out and played this song? And I'm like, when was that? And they're like, oh, you're already blackout drunk by that time. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you know, you're going to remember the fun. Mm-hmm. So important. Mm-hmm. Memories. But I did think when I quit drinking that my life was over. Mm. Because for 22 years, I had lived as though that was how you had fun. God, That is how you celebrated. That is how you drowned your sorrows. Like, right. Well, that's what we're taught, right? That's exactly. what we're, that's, that's modeled. Yeah. Culture. Absolutely. I mean, for anybody born in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s, it was modeled to us to start drinking, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. snorting cocaine. Come on, let's grow. Yeah. Then I could drink even more. Yeah. Oh my God. Just think about, you know, the television and what was shown on TV to me as a kid. I just, it's I still know. today. I mean, it's, it's really, today. we've talked yeah. about it before. It's so glorified and we all know it's not like that (laughs) it gets real sloppy it's so messy so we can have fun anytime I know that I can have fun now anytime it's taken me a long time to get comfortable Mm -hmm. with being awkward yes right and I used to just identify as I'm totally awkward I don't really know what I'm going to say right now and I just want to let you guys know that I'm really glad to be at this dinner Mm-hmm. You know, like I would go out and say that and people would be like, you're awkward. I'm like, yeah, I'm <laughs> awkward. Yeah. So I think owning my internal dialogue and or owning the internal angst and then saying that wherever I was or whoever I was with has always helped me mm-hmm. because it, it then it gives a little, um, it cuts the edge, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little vulnerable with everybody. And then everyone else is like, oh, Lane's super cool. Yeah. When I'm just being me, which is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> because let's face it, you know, alcoholics are kind of awkward. Yeah, we are. We're a little, we're wired differently. And that's mm-hmm. what makes us so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Not that others aren't beautiful, but. <laughs> but we are pretty beautiful. And the reason we need to own that is because I think there's such a stigma And there's such a sense of shame about Mm -hmm. being an alcoholic, but it's actually been one of the biggest gifts I've been given because it has allowed me to, first of all, experience everything that I've been through in life, Mm -hmm. which has been some pretty hard times. Mm -hmm. But as a result today, I found something in my work to be able to help others overcome the same stuff I have. So it's actually a gift. Biggest gift. Right. And I realized actually that, you know, I always thought I was an extrovert, but I I needed alcohol because I was incredibly shy. As Mm. soon as I picked up that drink, it was the anxiety went down, that Mm. social awkwardness went down. And I thought I was the funniest person in the room. And I'm sure to a certain point I might have been, Mm -hmm. and I say might because like the endings were never nice. But since I stopped drinking, like you said, I have to own who I am and that awkwardness. And I actually have the most fun in small groups of people. Mm-hmm. You have intimate conversations. Mm-hmm. We have games nights. We laugh until we're crying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and it doesn't give me that anxiety. I don't need alcohol and I can be who I am. Right. But here's, I want to put a caveat here. You're setting up your environment. Yes. Right. So not everybody has that choice to be able to set up their environment. Yeah. Right. So uh, there are a lot of couples who have to do, um, you know, corporate dinners or going to the office Mm -hmm. and, you know, Christmas parties. I freaking hate like years ago, we would have to go up to Canada. I'd have to fly up to Canada tomorrow and go to my husband's office Christmas holiday shenanigans party. And let me tell you, couldn't stand it. Mm -hmm. Couldn't stand it. Yeah, I bet it's those office part. I can relate to that because I used to work in corporate for so long and those office parties were, I don't know, they were the next day. It was always awkward. I mean, when you came to the office on Monday, it was like, oh, can I look at that person? Yeah, no, not fun. No, totally not fun. But I would go stone cold sober, you know, but here, here's how I did it. I would make sure to have three thoughtful or provoking comments or stories or jokes. Three was my magic number. Nice. Thoughtful, provoking, or joke. And so depending on who I would be interacting with, I knew that I always had those three things in my head for the layup, mm-hmm. right? Like, because I didn't want to be just the, 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 the pretty wife on the arm of my husband. Mm-hmm that's not going to be me. So that was one of the things that kind of helped me. And it still helps me even today when I go to uh, an event, Mm -hmm. three comments, thoughtful, provoking jokes, all, not all that together, but you know, that's, (laughs) I have things to say. I have a joke. I have a comment. I have a provoking idea, something Mm -hmm. start the conversation because people just don't know how to do it. They just don't know how. No, they don't. Nobody teaches us how to be uh, social in a, an environment like, no, there's no etiquette classes anymore. <laughs> no, there, there could be. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. I always had one, one thing at my, just at my fingertips is I used to go to a lot of corporate dinners um, and I, I, didn't really enjoy them, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. as soon as it was all, I would always pay attention. Like I'm very good at sitting there and observing mm-hmm. and then being able to talk accordingly. Um, and I've never had an issue making friends, but there's always someone who's going to go tomorrow. You're not drinking. Mm-hmm. And all I say is, you know what? No, I'm a retired professional. That's just such a good line. And as soon as I do that, it actually, people la- start laughing because they're sitting around me. And I said, trust me, if you want to hang out in this restaurant for another couple hours, you don't want me to go there because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we're all going to get kicked out. And they would just laugh. And it e- I, I noticed that my social anxiety would go down because yeah. now everybody's laughing, but it would also bring somebody, somebody would always inevitably come around to me and sit and go, Hey, you know what? I actually have a friend of mine who's struggling right now, or even they would say, I think I drink too much. Mm -hmm. And it would bring this cool conversation up with people or they want to know your story, right? Because they need to make some changes themselves. So I'm not afraid to say, like, I I don't have to say I'm an alcoholic, but I just say I'm a retired professional. Yeah. Such a good one. Right? Yeah. I I guess it's just having, you know, having your arsenal ready, right? Like just like candid banter, 
you know, just being ready because Mm -hmm. alcoholism and mental illness, the self-sabotage is, is going to be there. It's going to start working. And that Mm -hmm. inner dialogue is something that we have to be ready to combat at all times. Just goes back to our mindset and how we prepare ourselves. Yeah. You know, I know that when I'm getting ready, I'll look at myself in the mirror and I'm like putting on my eyes, you know, like doing my face, put my cream on. I'm like, yes, you're a freaking rock star, Kennedy. You're going in there tonight and you're going to kill it. And everybody's going to light up because like, I literally have to talk myself through it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I'll just be a little tiny wallflower and just be, mm. I don't know how to have fun. Hello. I'm a loser. Like, <laughs> no. So that's another thing that I did that I've done over the years. Yeah. One of the other things that I've done is mm-hmm. take your bestie along with you. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Especially as I find that as, you know, sober women, we meet such amazing people in this journey and we're all on the same, you know, a lot of us are on the same path. So you meet people you really connect with on a deeper level, but also that you can joke around with and say the funniest thing. So all I have to do is take one of my besties with me to a social function. And I mean, half the time we're just hanging out. It's like the two of us, right? We're having the best time. And that I think takes off a lot of the pressure if you have that, if you're shy or, you know, social awkwardness. Right. And when you guys are having a good time, then everybody starts to come over to you, right? They're kind of like, what's going on with them? And they want to know who you are, what you're talking about and how to get involved. Yeah. Happiness attracts just happiness, right? It just joy attracts more joy. Yeah. I'm all about it. I mean, look at when you and I hang out, yeah, when I good. come down there, yeah. it's we're laughing at really just ourselves and, you know, people can't help but look. It's like, I wonder why they're having such a good time. That's right. That's so true. Because we're talking about real things. We're just enjoying life is what we're doing. I know. Yeah. In the here and now present. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh God. That's what life is all about. And sometimes Lane's singing and that makes me laugh. <laughs> I got to do something else. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, anything else tomorrow? No, I just, you know, this is one of those conversations that mm. if you're first in, you know, maybe you're looking at putting down the drink or maybe you already have, and you're really early on mm-hmm. into your, you know, and maybe you're later like me, like you feel like you're antisocial now mm-hmm. um, and you're struggling, reach out, ask, yeah. you know, I'm in this situation. What would you do? Because yeah. most of the time, if you can find somebody that's that's not drinking and has some experience in this, they can give you all sorts of tips that they've used. Yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. It has. It's been a blast. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for hanging out. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Laughing Without Liquor. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Living in recovery can be a blast, and we are glad you're laughing without the liquor with us. We hope you'll join us again in the next episode. Until then, take care.